So as I mentioned earlier, we are going to be talking about something I am really fascinated about, and that is the world of sign language. Joining us, we have Andries Funny Kag, who's the Language and Communications Manager of the National Institute for the Deaf. Andries, thanks so much for joining us on the Weekend Play Date. That's great to be here. Thanks. So one of the big projects that uh, the NID is working on is this online sign language dictionary. What led to this to this thought and, and actually making it a reality? Um, the online dictionary, um, we thought about because we have a college on our campus. It's the only college for deaf people in the country. And what happens is that you have deaf students from the various schools for the deaf in the country. They come to our college to study um, you know, jewelry design or you know, beauty therapy or whatever it is. And then they come here with their dialect. Mm. And you, I, I noticed that other students struggle to understand these students in the first couple of months. So I wanted to, to, to see, you know, to what extent does the variety that they use their school differ from the varieties used at the other schools. Wow. Um, so, you know, that, that gave rise to the whole thing. So is there, so I'm, I'm imagining that there's South African sign language, but within that, as you mentioned, there's, there's tiny little nuances that are a little bit different depending on where you came from and how you were taught and maybe who taught you how to sign in the first yes. place. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. There are um, uh, variants of South African sign language and the difference is primarily is in the vocabulary. So they different schools for the deaf use diff, to a certain extent different signs mm. in South African sign language. But um, what what many people misunderstand is they have the assumption that if if you call it a language, then everyone must understand everyone, and that's not the case at all. Mm. Um, there are deaf people in South Africa who will not be able to understand other deaf people, and, and that's okay because. Um, Many other languages are similar. Yes. Spanish, French, Dutch. Mm. They also have people, you find you know, someone from the eastern end of the country talking to someone from the western end of the country. They won't understand each other. Um, but that's, so that's okay. That's, that's fine. It, it's still one language. Oh, no, absolutely. It's, it's exactly the same as saying, all right, in England, they speak English. In America, they speak English. In South Africa, we speak English in, in many parts. But if you had to have a conversation with someone from Yorkshire and put them up against somebody maybe from Durban, they might have a really hard time trying yeah, to understand Yeah, it's a good example, other. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they're both speaking English. Exactly. So how many different yeah. types of sign language are there, if we had to maybe say say globally? I imagined that South African sign language would be similar to a British, um, seeing as we are, a, you know, a colony of Britain from many, many years yeah. ago. Or are we more towards, um, towards American, or is there an African type of sign? Uh, um, there are there are many sign languages in the world. I'm not sure how many there are, but generally what 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 is done is that the, a country has a sign language. Wow, that's usually the case. It's different for Belgium because Belgium has two um, regions where they speak Dutch in the one region and French, French in the other yeah. region. So they, you know. Processes and the government's involvement, etc., has led to them having two national sign languages. But for the most part, you usually have like American sign language, um, Australian sign language, wow. Japanese sign language, etc., etc. Now, you asked about um, the similarity. Mm. South African sign language uh, is influenced by quite a few sign language, 
definitely American Sign Language, definitely Irish Sign Language, definitely uh, British Sign Language. Um, so it, it, it stems primarily from the schools for the deaf and, and, and who had a hand in creating the schools for the deaf because most of the schools for the deaf were created by missionaries and, and, and religious mm. institutions from Germany, from um, you know all over the all over the world. Sure. So that had a different influence on South African sign language. Andrew, so when you guys decided to to just to embark on creating the online sign language dictionary, mm-hmm. you said that it was originally for the students that were at the deaf school or school for the deaf, that um, so that they could communicate better together. But is there not a need for people who maybe want to communicate with um, employees who are are not able to hear, or family or friends, and and they would like to learn sign in a in an official way that's that's easily accessible? Um, yeah, uh, just a minor correction. Yes. The dictionary wasn't isn't for the students to communicate better with each other. Mm-hmm. They they figure that out by themselves. Okay. Yeah, they 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 come right. You know, within a couple of months, you know, they learn um, what 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 the the dominant variant is. Okay. So they they they're all right. You know, they don't need my help. I was just curious to what extent they are different. Um, and our our lecturers at the college, obviously, you know, most of them aren't fluent in sign language so um you know we have to teach them a sign you know it's it's very confusing if i tell you right um there are seven signs for blue this and this and this and this and this remember this you know that's not practical yeah um so i had to determine what was the dominant variant and in some cases there's two that's used and that's all right you know we those synonyms what we call them. Okay. Um, so yeah, they don't, the students don't need the help. It was for it, the lecturers. It, more, yeah, more it's than the lecturers <laughs> and the staff really that more than need anyone the help. else. That's 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 fascinating. Okay. Yeah. So so almost like to, to establish all right. So we've got all these different words for um, for saying one thing, but this is the one that we're mainly going to stick to the the one that is the most dominant, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and okay. and and uh, I feel like I have to mention that it's not. It's not we that decide what it should be. It's the students. You know, we, 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 we talk to the students and, yes. and we ask them, which one do you prefer? Yes. Because I imagine and it would make a bit... the vast majority usually picks one. It would make a big difference in an exam, for instance, if you are using the the one variation that no one else has agreed to. It could make a big difference, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm I mean, you. especially because we have quite a few interpreters. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have to, you know, voice that is translated from Salakman Sign Language to English, mm. uh, you have to be accurate. For sure. Uh, that also, it's also very valuable to, to our interpreters. Sure, this is fascinating. Andres, if, if people wanted to, to get in touch um, and maybe have a look at the online dictionary, is it available for, for the public? Is it available for certain NGOs or for schools? Or how, how do we see the online sign language dictionary for ourselves? Um, it is available for free for schools. Okay. Educational institutions, so colleges and universities. It is available for free uh, to NPOs and NGOs that have some some kind of their mission and vision and you know, daily work involves people with hearing loss or deaf people uh, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the general public, uh, we charge a fee of 400 rand per year. Okay. Um, you know, the NID is a non-government organization, it's an NPO, and it costs a lot of money to get the database online, hosting costs, researchers, etc., etc. So we, you know, that's how we try and maintain the costs. And if people want to get in touch, 
with me about um, how to get access to it, they can send an email to nid at nid.org.za. nid at nid.org.za. That's right. And uh, a trial version is available where I give them access uh, for two weeks where they can browse around. Oh, cool. um, at the moment, we, we, we do not have many words. We only have 52. Okay. Um, because what we're doing now is uh, I'm sending the dictionary to schools for the deaf across the country. Okay. And to make sure that the signs that I got from the students here mm. is the same that they're actually using at the school. Fantastic. Yeah, I suppose you need to have yeah. a general consensus, otherwise it's going to be yeah, yeah. Consensus. You know, yeah, you have to make sure that you know it isn't just one student who, who thought to himself. <laughs> well, I think this is a funny sign. You yeah, know, let me let me do yeah. that. This one's way that's cooler than what everyone else is using. I'm going to use. Yeah, this, this, yeah. Is, this is an awesome <laughs> sign. You know, that's a boring sign. Yes, it's a, it's a measure of quality control that, that, that we're doing. Amazing. Andres, I love the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for having a chat to us here on the weekend play date. That was great. And um, just one more time, that email address, if people would like to have a two-week access to the sign language dictionary that's online, nid at nid.org.za. That's right, yeah. Excellent. Uh,